Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torby Mason. This week, Dana Ehrman and I watched season 18, episode 2 of Top Chef. Check out Dana's new podcast, The Depressed Box, anywhere you get your pods. And you can follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead. That is E-H-R underscore head. Please follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now onto the show. Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. Sitting next to me, double vaxxed, both of us, Dana Airman. I th- it, this is crazy. <laughs> I haven't uh, actually interacted in person with another human in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exciting. It's also um, fun to show you my clearly made for one space. One person space. <laughs> just get you right in here with me. Well, it's just that coming out of a a pandemic, it feels like we're doing something illegal. Like, it feels like we yeah. should not be sitting next to one another, but it is okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And this week, this is another one that I've avoided because I just feel like it's there's not a whole lot of drama, but it's it's a fun show. I'm I had you watch... Season 18, episode 2 of Top Chef. Top Chef, never seen it before. Oh. It, but you're right. It's This is like reality TV for people who don't watch reality <laughs> TV. It's one, yeah. of the, like, it's one of those where I feel like the last person on the planet to have never watched sure. it. Sure. Yeah, and it's like one of those things that like people, I think, feel more... Um, willing to admit like people who don't like reality show they'll be like well i watch top chef because they're actually talented and you're like well it's still <laughs> germ- like they're still making them do weird competitions yeah absolutely <laughs> um because they're talented are you telling me that what we watched last week the people weren't talented mm-hmm. Diving down into deep, cold water? No, 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 those are talented people. Yeah, damn right. And, like, half of those people, when they originally were doing this, they were hungover when they were doing it. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, I was hungover yesterday. Oh. And I had not been hungover (laughs) for a very long time. Getting off the couch is a huge accomplishment. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like, unbelievable. What is your hangover? What's your solution? Like, are you a greasy food person? Are you a just lay around Pedialyte? It's certainly not greasy food. Like, when I'm hungover, that means um, food, the thought of it is kind of horrible. Okay. And I have to be very careful about having anything. (laughs) Um, So, just like water, Gatorade, and just hating life until the day after that <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah um i don't even know because like having kids just adds a whole different aspect to being hungover like oh. it's it's awful <laughs> and, and you can't like be like guys i mommy drank too much <laughs> Let you me. can't reason with them. <laughs> yeah, you can't just be like, just give me one day, give me yeah. one day. Yeah, you must go on. <laughs> well, in this th- th- in this episode, there were a couple chefs who were like were talking about how they had to get sober because they their restaurants closed and they were just like, let's just get real drunk all the time. And I thought that was. <gasps> Like, really interesting. Well, I can't even imagine... Yeah, the the one gentleman, whose name... I can't remember, because <laughs> here we're watching mm-hmm. a second episode of a season of Top Chef where there are, like, literally 14 people. You, th- If you think I remember any of their names, yeah. you're out of your no, gourd. No, no, no. I mean, I think, like... <laughs> Not only, I'm sure I wrote it down because I think it, there was a woman and, and a man who who t- discussed this. Yes, um, Sasha think, was the woman, right? And then I can't remember the gentleman's name. I don't remember. But the other thing is, I think there are two Gabes. Are there not? There's a Gabe and a Gabriel. Thank 
fuck you. I thought it, well, and also correct me if I'm wrong, but they're like two boring white guys, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. like bearded white guys. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell, if I could tell them apart, <laughs> <laughs> you're not giving me anything here. Yeah, that is because like there's definitely always on this show like the stereotypical like hipster covered in tattoos chef, which I I'm I'm here for. I Absolutely. love that. There's also like one of the women um, has like what I would say is the standard like chef starting of a tattoo, which is that like um, I think it was. Gosh. I should have written down, but I think it was Brittany, but yes, it's like, it's like they are there. starting a sleeve, but they didn't like have the ability to do full sleeve. So there's just like a random like pig and then like, <laughs> like yeah. other food items. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it will be uh, woven together very soon. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. there's like, you know, Gabe and Gabriel who are just like dudes, like just boring white dudes. I mean, like I crossed three of them on the street getting here you know what i mean (laughs) Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. there's just no absolutely no uh standout quality yeah yeah although i i will get to it later but i think gabriel later i did not love the way he was talking to the woman about making short ribs absolutely not (laughs) way to lean into how we already felt about you you know yeah but so like the the one gentleman who had to quit drinking yeah he said during the pandemic he had to close both of his restaurants like that's yeah was that um, shoda shoda yeah. yeah okay i mean can you imagine like I feel like no. chefs are a different breed anyway. Yeah, yeah. And that just seems like it would hit so hard. Yeah, because it's like, also, these are all folks who are at, like, the top of their profession, basically. And I can't imagine, like, I think generally the pandemic, like, really hit, like, I'd say, like, middle and lower income people the hardest. But, mm-hmm. like, so these people, like, but they're at the top of their profession, but, that like, there was nothing to be done. They just, No, know. I mean, even the top of your profession as a chef, like, means, like, you just, like, went out on your own and started a restaurant yeah. pretty much, right? And so we found out a lot of things were not pandemic proof. Yeah. And a whole industry like this was one of them. I, you know what's weird about this, uh, like... This season, um, they they have talked about the pandemic, obviously, because it hit the the restaurant industry so hard. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel I <laughs> this is like sorry, I'm gonna get in the details. I'm obsessed with how reality television is made because like yeah. I wanted to. I was like, are all of these people in quarantine? Like, because they showed them go back to like a hotel. Yeah, yeah. And usually they're in like I'd say like more of like a loft space that looks like apartmenty, but this just seemed like a hotel. So it like, did, yeah. were they just quarantining all together? Like, mm-hmm. I want I need more info. I agree. Like, what is it? How many times we test in a day? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want the details. But they also bring in. They've brought in so many of the like. So the first challenge, for example, is like they, they always do like a quick fire challenge, which was. Um, like a very fast and you either get immunity or some sort of benefit to the to the elimination challenge. Yeah. But they have had so many former contestants as guest judges. Like usually it's only Padma and like maybe one of the other two judges and then maybe a guest. But it's you it's like th- this one they brought like five people in. Yes. And they yes. have been for the last two episodes. So, like, are they quarantining? I need to know all of this. Absolutely. I mean, look, it, you know I I love this and I, I love reality TV, mm-hmm. but there's something so hilarious about, like, all the things we went without during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. But they were like, reality TV is not going to be one of them. Like, look. we're going to make <laughs> it happen. And you're like, what? I couldn't go to the dentist for a long time. <laughs> Can I tell you that like when the when when like probably like last year Marchish I was like very I was legitimately concerned because I was like 
I know it's not affecting current reality TV. Sure. It's already in the can. It's done. But what are we going to do in six months? I was I very concerned. Well, like this <laughs> and just movies and TV. Like yeah. You knew that after a while, like there could be a gap like where there just was nothing new. Yeah. And I think like TLC did a thing for a little bit where they um, they would like stop an ep or a season like halfway through and start another one and then go back. And so they like like expanded the seasons like so that they mm. would be longer and kind of like fit them into each other, um, which I liked. But also still, I mean, there's a limit. There's a limit. There's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, wow! Remember how I, like every episode of everything you've had me watch is mm. like people finding out about a pandemic. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> At least this one, they're like in the thick of it already, <laughs> so it wasn't like reliving this trauma. The, although this one, they were like, "This is how deeply it affected me." So <laughs> <laughs> right, like it killed my dream, and I have nothing left. Yeah. Oh yeah! Yikes. <gasps> um <laughs> so, so yeah like this first challenge um was short order yeah. cooking which i guess just means like you make one thing and a lot of it is that what it means yeah i think so i mean because i think when you think of like short order cooks it's like diner like eggs toast that yeah Some so staples. i think yeah, yeah yeah can i say before we get into this challenge because mm. i do want to get into it um they started the episode with sort of the um the chefs kind of chatting about the winner of the last episode yes and it was just really quick it's just kind of the the way that they do the show but the woman who won was just <laughs> she said something like everyone's a really good chef so like it doesn't matter who gets sent home in what order and i was like you don't the winner doesn't need to say that no like <laughs> god damn it like everyone hates you she even like correctly deduced that she's like there's a target on my back yeah. like yes we all hate you and what a dumb thing to say yeah like hey guys everyone did great today i mean i won i was the best of all of you but you're but all great matter like <laughs> we're all still in it to win it like yeah okay sarah I think yeah, it was. yeah 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 <laughs> who is also someone who like it's weird that i am always i always assume that the best chef on top chef is gonna be that like real hipstery looking yeah. so when it's just like a normal like white woman i'm just like she can't be a good chef <laughs> i know it's like she like wh what does she know about flavor honestly yeah. i know i know <laughs> i'm like okay i guess she's doing great seasons with salt only i guess <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> a lot of mayonnaise i hate like making that mayonnaise joke because the the amount of <laughs> like how much i love mayonnaise is it's it's overboard. Wait, so you love mayonnaise, yeah. and I think you said in a previous episode, hate ketchup. Hate ketchup. Well, hate this it. is all very backwards, <laughs> uh, but okay. And this is in Portland, by the way, right? Yes, yeah. So it's Top Chef Portland. They're just in different cities? Yeah, like? each season is a different city. Um, okay. And then there's usually like, I don't, is there someone from, there's usually like there's one like or two people, people from, from the, yeah. the, the area, and so it's always like, they're always like, I gotta sh prove myself in my city, which mm -hmm. is always fun. Yeah, like. that's a little <laughs> added pressure. But uh, yeah, bring it to Milwaukee. Bring it oh, to that would Milwaukee. Be Can <laughs> there was one season? Speaking of white ladies, um, <laughs> there was one season where this woman was from Wisconsin, and their um, their challenge was like they were supposed to serve a dish that like showed their roots, like mm. what their roots were, and she literally. <laughs> She just served like a a steak like the size of a plate <laughs> and like I think like German potato salad or something. Oh my God. And they were just like, This this isn't a very refined dish and she was just like, Yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. This is this is what we eat. Yeah, like and absolutely like, <laughs> it's not refined. And she got kicked off for it. <laughs> no. And Ryan no. Ryan was like furious. He was like, That looks amazing. I'm like, Ryan, it's just it's something like my dad could make. Like well, it's just a that's, steak. That's literally <laughs> the thing. She got the assignment. <laughs> yes. And and yeah, when they're like, Oh, it's not very refined, like 
thank you. That's what I was going <laughs> for. Like, you don't understand. What if she had just served, like, a beer brat and, like... Sort of what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> like, what you did say yeah. was more refined yeah. than what I expected. Honestly, I, I mean, everyone loves a good brat or a hot dog. Like, what's wrong, you know? I'm, Honest to God. I'm but a Polish myself, though, like, when I go to the... To the brewers, I'm, I go Polish usually. Sure, just give me that secret stadium sauce. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I don't care. Um. So anyway, so we'll get to the so the first quick fire was um the sort of a diner challenge and essentially the like way that it worked was the former contestants would say this is what I want made and the first two people to ring in got it and then they had to run. And they had 30 minutes, and there was going to be a winner and a loser of the two people. Yeah, and they had to make eight plates of it. Yes, yeah. And But, the yeah, the whole ringing in added a really interesting wrinkle. Because yeah. it ended up being like, you know, do you want to ring in first? Like, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. just so that you can get going, and, you know, you don't have to stand there and wonder... Or do you wait for something you think you can nail but risk being the last one where you know you're going to get screwed? Right, right, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm a horrible cook, but like so knowing... I. Okay, if you had this challenge, what would you be hoping to hear? Like, literally cereal. I could, <laughs> I could pour bowls of cereal. No, seriously, like... yeah. I, I don't care, like, what you mean when you say you're a bad cook. Like, mm -hmm. you can't even classify me as a good or a bad cook because you can't classify me as a cook. Okay. Like, okay. Th there's nothing I really <laughs> make. Um, so, basically, what am I hoping to hear? Like, a serious answer? Like, some sort of egg? Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, a fancy toast yeah you know i'm gonna i'm i was gonna say definitely like a fancy like a you know there's gonna be a an avocado or fancy toast coming sure i would i would hope for that um i will admit that i i did not know that dim sum is more than just dumplings and i felt very dumb about that well I don't think you should. I had no idea, and I think that was the one where no one ran in, <laughs> rang in right away. Yes. Like it took maybe eight seconds for someone mm -hmm. to be like, "Fine." Nobody wanted to do that. Yeah. So the first, oh well, I let's I can just go through them because I actually wrote them down. Perfect. So we'll talk about. Um, so the first one was steak. Oh boy, my notes. <sighs> just a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> How the. Polish sausages <laughs> made. Um, yes. So the first one was steak and eggs. Um, and both, and that was Byron and Gabe. And you, we like really had no idea that that would be one of the easier. It, things. Yeah, it really was. And I, but I, there was this like really f like lovely moment where Byron talked about have like that when he was a, I think a teenager he got a job at Burger King and it like changed his life because he realized he wanted to cook and yeah. like imagine like coming up from Burger King to like that's being a, this level of chef that's a beautiful story and you know what mm. and also like preparing you for this kind of um challenge like where you have to quickly yeah make so much of things I mean this is it made me think of how of that argument about like minimum wage yeah and and people are like well you know it's not skilled like oh it's more skilled than anything i've ever had to do at a job <laughs> and sure more stressful I, I i'm not joking i'm this is gonna sound like i'm kidding but i'm not i li literally do not understand how people in the drive-through can multitask as much like how are they taking orders taking my money getting i don't understand i don't either I do not either. Like, I'm right there with you. Anytime I, I go through the drive-thru, yeah. I'm just kind of marveling yeah. at how it all comes together <laughs> so that I, a lazy ass, could stay in my car. Right, right. Oh, and especially, like, like a play, like a Culver's, for example. Again, oh my Wisconsin God. folks. But we... Th there's so many cars coming through that they like may they have you leave and put a little number on there so that that's there's so many orders it's i, mean, I don't understand and, and you live near a busy one yes like yeah it's insane 
So yeah, hats off, and I bet that came in handy. Yeah. So yeah, that was steak and eggs. We had dim sum. Yep. Um, that was Avishar and Shoda, and then shrimp and grits was Jamie and Sarah. Have you ever eaten shrimp and grits? I have not. No. Me neither. But that seems to be like a staple of cooking shows. Really? Yeah, and it seems to be like a like. It's one of those things that seems like it would be easy, but people have like real strong opinions on it. Mm. And like, I definitely always overcook shrimp when I make shrimp. So like, I, I, I understand, but like, I've never had it. I No, like, I didn't know it was such a thing mm. to the point where when they said it, I was kind of like, oh, <laughs> like what? There's another, you know, curveball in there. I think it's a Southern thing. I think that's like, I think okay. yeah, but this is Portland, baby. I know. Then we had spam and kimchi, which was Gabriel and Mar Maria. I love me. kimchi. I don't know if I'd pair it with spam. <laughs> I know it's impossible to make kimchi within a half hour, but like I was like, so they're just using canned kimchi. Like I feel like we should have had a different ingredient. Yeah, because spam is already like yeah. you know. I'm sure. I mean. Again, I, I've never had Spam, but I feel like it's probably good. It's just like a salty pork type product, right? Yeah, yeah. But hey. <laughs> um, the next one was fried eggs and veggie hash, which that was like, that I would. that's probably what I would order if I had to order one of these things. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah. And, um, well, I don't know if we want to say this now, yeah. but like it's so frantic um, that... Actually, both of them forgot the egg, yeah. I think. Yeah. Which, like, what a miracle. Because if only one of them forgot it, you're automatically losing. But yeah. they both did. So they were on equal uh, ground. Yeah. So it was Sasha and Don. And I think, was it one of them just didn't hear that it was supposed to have an egg? Right. They were just focused <laughs> on the hash. And then the other one just straight up was like, oh, I just didn't get them on yet. And right. Like. She fried them, but they just didn't get on the plate. And I, I do think that a fried egg is difficult to make. Like, it seems easy, but, like, if you're making it quickly for eight people, like, you're breaking that yolk. Oh. You're, you're folding it over weird. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I don't think I could do it. No, no. <laughs> then I don't think you could do it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's, like, a stand, there's, like, this, like, family story of my family that, like, I, when I, I was babysitting my younger brother for, like, one summer, and he wanted fried eggs, and I just, like, went through, like, 12 eggs because I could, could not figure out how to fry <laughs> an egg. And I was like, you're getting scrambled. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, how old were the both of you at this time? Um, I was probably, um, I don't know, probably like early high school. And so he would have been like, I don't know, eight, seven, something What's like that. seven or eight year olds ordering fried eggs? <laughs> like, I He's think bougie. That's, I think that's his problem. <laughs> like, should we get a comment from him right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I was, when I was seven or eight, I was making like, like scrambled eggs in the microwave. I'm scrambled. not even. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a microwave. <laughs> uh, younger than 10, you're getting scrambled. <laughs> That's the way it is. Um, yeah, but it was weird that they both forgot the egg. Like the thing about it was like, so they were each, there was going to be a winner and loser for each. So it was like, and then a winner overall. And so I think like it, at that point it was like a wash because like neither of them was going to win the overall. So I guess like it didn't really necessarily matter, but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we had fancy toast, which was Brittany and Kiki. Now, I when I heard the term fancy toast, I didn't know if that actually specifically meant something or if it was just like, hmm. make a fancy toast, you know? I don't know. I like assumed it was an avocado toast, but Brittany made like some sort of mushroom gravy type thing on the toast, which I had no idea what it was, but it looked good. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Kiki, I think, just made, like, an avocado toast, which, like... Right. It, it was, like, a little, like, burned. Like, I mean, I... In a way that wasn't appealing to me, I guess. Well, it seemed like... I, I felt like maybe... 
this is this is the fun part about Top Chef because this is probably like if we ate any of this food, it'd be like this is the best food I've ever oh, eaten I've, in my right. life, and yeah. like I could never even come close. And then you're like, oh my god, I can't believe she <laughs> made that. I mean, that's this is what's good about reality TV in general. It's <laughs> just shitting on things you could never approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just felt like I was like, I felt like maybe she was just trying, like she was adding too much because she didn't want to just serve avocado toast sure. but it's like avocados on a good t- piece of toast with a little salt there you go why why do you think yeah. uh, us millennials are you know <laughs> so we can't buying a- those <laughs> overpaying our bills yeah we can't afford houses because we're eating so much avocado toast <laughs> <laughs> okay and then the last one was basically the one that was like because they were last they kind of got screwed over oh which was corned beef hash eggs over medium hash browns and hollandaise and my first question is why corned beef hash and hash browns isn't corned beef hash. <laughs> a lot of hash am i wrong that corned beef hash is like hash browns with corned beef in it you're asking the wrong gal <laughs> sounds reasonable to me though yeah i don't like corned beef so i i've never had it but it yeah, also, I don't know that medium. I know what an egg over medium is. You never hear about over medium. Yeah. It's always the easy. <laughs> it's always the easy. So, yeah, they were totally like, we're going to make your lives miserable. Yeah, I assume if I'm guessing over medium is like kind of cooked through, like not super runny, but not completely cooked through. Is yeah. that what it is? I, well, you know, that's my best guess. <laughs> how, would, how would we know? Stop looking to me for the answers, <laughs> Nicole, please. But I before we uh, talk about who won and everything, mm-hmm. I, I just have a couple notes. First, yeah, does this make you wonder how much sweat goes into the meals that you get? <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. they're sweating a lot, like dripping sweat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of competition shows where they'll just show them just like wiping their brows and like... You'll see, like, sweat drip off their nose. And what I would like to say is it's interesting because the fancier restaurants are the ones where people are, like, touching your food with just their bare hands. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. It is. <laughs> it's all a scam. It's all a scam. Um, I would also... It was one of the white guys. I think the less objectionable white guy... Gabe... Gabe and he was like getting the steak ready or something mm-hmm. and someone said yeah you beat that meat and he was like excuse me <laughs> like he did not like understand or he did not think that was funny <laughs> and I loved that um and then yeah here's the last thing is also someone Someone was working hard and they were sweating and someone yells out like, hey, how you doing over there? And they were like, uh, stressed. And they said, well, you're looking tall and gorgeous while you're doing it. (laughs) And I would just like to say like between that uh, lewd joke Mm -hmm. to Gabe and the compliment to I don't remember who um there's just like a lot of chatter and i know mm-hmm. that's good for the show and everything but i just imagine if i'm doing this i'd be like shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm trying to work can i there is a trope on this show of like um there there's like two types of chefs there's like the ones who like chatter away the whole time and at some point in every season there's going to be like a point where people are like these two chefs, they just never shut up, and I don't like talking when I'm cooking. And there's always like that, yeah. that that comes up like every season where they're just like, this person will not shut up. And and you you're just like asking me questions when I have this limited amount of time, and sometimes yeah, it's just foolishness. <laughs> I'm trying to make a meal. I'm trying to make a meal. So yeah. I always think that they uh, there's a lot of competition reality shows where this happens where and and this is no different where the the host walks around and they'll be like what are you making and they have to like mm. stop and chat with them yes. and like I'm always shocked that like nobody's ever like shitty I would honest I would probably snap at them Yeah. like how would you I I I I 
yes, I would be rude because I that like if I'm stressed, I'm like high level. I'll be like, no, no, I can't talk right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Hundred percent. Oh, that's why I don't work in a kitchen. Besides, also being um, not talented at cooking. <laughs> so yeah, for me, I gotta <laughs> say it's because uh, I don't want people talking to me. Nothing to do with my talent level. <laughs> so um, yeah. So oh, I was gonna. So basically, we we name the winners. Do you, I don't know if there's anything more that you want to say about the actual competition. No, no. All right, and Jamie wins overall um who let me oh god dear god she made the shrimp and grits okay yeah. so again it apparently was quite good the one thing i want to say about jamie is when she won she just <laughs> made like weird noises like they literally <laughs> asked how did it feel <laughs> and she was just like uh who is that and then <laughs> pew 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 <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was just like um, and someone answered for her. Yeah, and in the first episode, that similar something similar came up where someone was like, "How did it feel?" or something, and she was like, "I was like beep boop boop boop," and then I went <laughs> do do do, which I was like, "I I can't." I both dislike it and love it at the same time. Right? <laughs> beep beep boop boop, and then I was like, "Ah." She did though in her interview say that she felt like Rocky Balboa. Oh, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um so then we get to sort of the elimination challenge which um did, how did you feel what did you think about the way they pick teams for the challenges? This is a standard way that they pick teams. Do you remember? Well, to to break it down, the first thing they said is you're going to make meals that are either beer-based or coffee-based, mm -hmm. and then they drew the knives yeah. to let them know. But then, yeah, like the day of, they're like, oh, it's a twist. <laughs> you're going to pair up with someone who has the opposite thing as you, and you're going to make a meal like that. I guess I just... You you just said that it was a common thing that happens, so like you'd have to imagine they go into it like knowing like we're gonna get screwed with. Yeah, I mean, I, I there it's it's there's I wouldn't say it's every challenge, but there's often a way where like like there's been ones where they go shopping and then they switch the groceries, or sure. there's been like yeah. you know so that uh, yeah I mean I I don't I don't know that they've ever done like something specifically like this but yes mm -hmm. like they should expect that there will be twists or they'll you know do something like oh actually you need one extra dish or something you know like yeah yeah but um i mean the the way it was done made it awkward for some people <laughs> who did not have partners at first yeah yeah i i also think i was surprised like the budget was a hundred and fifty dollars. I didn't catch that. Okay. That seems super low to me. Unless I would assume the beer and coffee is provided. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I felt like I saw it on the list like when they were hmm. shopping. I don't know. It does seem low. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I also felt like they really missed the opportunity to like have a beer sponsor. Like they definitely clearly were like I was trying to look and they used a lot of Tillamook beer, which I didn't even know they made beer. Yeah. That's like cheese. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They could have easily had a sponsor. Well, Hey, that's their loss. Yeah. That's, that's on them. <laughs> um, so again, like this is, I, this is another part that I really like about this show, which is like, the idea of knowing how to like you're, you're going to cook for this many people, this many dishes mm. and knowing like how to grocery shop for that without like massively planning it. Like they just go in and run into like Whole Foods and then that's it. Unbelievable. I know. I That's <laughs> a skill in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be absolutely. Like, I bought 30 pounds of fish and no garlic. <laughs> and so that's now a problem. What are we going to do? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Oh, but you know what? Yeah. So that yeah, they shop, and um, they like drive their own cars. 
Yeah. So oh. that's you that is usually a product placement of some sort. Like so oh. like I don't know if they said it in this episode, but there's often times where they're like Man, I love my Chevy Trailblazer or whatever yeah. it is. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Absolutely. They'll be like, this car is so cool. Oh, the heated seats. Oh, I honestly. The Bluetooth. <laughs> I live for the idea that someday I'd be on a TV show where I could be like, oh my gosh, this Tillamook beer is the greatest I've ever had and try and make it really normal and, and reasonable and just. That's what I, I that's what I want for my to life. To just make it like seamless. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody even knows <laughs> you I mean, that's like uh in the Truman show, the wife who's gotta do the product oh, placement yeah. but you can't know and she just like very <laughs> subtly turns to the camera and is like, I'm cooking with <laughs> Oh also I wanted to point out that um when Tom came in and he had he had to tell them about the, the change, mm -hmm. really loved that sweater look that he had. I oh my god I don't know if I recall <laughs> Wait, and it's not like me to miss a sweater moment. It was a it was like a big like a, like a big sweater that had mm. I don't know what I don't know like the, it was like a collared sweater kind of thing. But is that what you call it? That's not what you call it. Um, it's hard for me because <laughs> I didn't see it. Uh. <laughs> like it it was it was it was kind of like a cardigan, but like a very thick like warm looking cardigan. It was nice. It was I he wore it at the dinner too, I think. Oh wow. I I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Just as a as a as a host, Tom came in and he just looked he looked comfortable. Well but chic, you know? That's <laughs> something I strive for. Um but actually, you know, in that time, mm -hmm. like after they shopped, but it's before the next day where they cook. Mm-hmm. Who doing a little interview where they were talking about all the different personalities in the house and she was like if I wanna have a deep conversation I go to Brittany if I yeah. wanna do this I go to this person and if I wanna be a shithead <laughs> then <laughs> I go to uh, I can't remember but I just thought I think it was Shoda yeah, but it was Shoda. Sasha was the one who was saying it okay because they showed her and Brittany talking because that she said that was her like deep conversation friend or whatever yeah but I was like what a way to describe him <laughs> <laughs> we did get a really nice picture of Shoda and his dog though yes I did enjoy that because anytime you can you can get a dog on my screen. I'm happy. I'm and happy to I be there. I think you're in the majority there, <laughs> which is probably why they were like, you got a dog? Let's utilize this. Yeah. Yeah. I also loved when Nelson and Maria were like, they were kind of like talking about what they were going to do. And she was just like, it's just nice to talk to someone in Spanish. And I was like, oh, that is, that is so sweet. It was super cool. In fact, what she specifically said was, it's so nice to talk to him in Spanish. It's like when you have to pee really bad for an hour <laughs> and then you pee and it's like, that's nice. That's how she described it. And damn it if I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. I know how that yeah. feels. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. What are my other notes from this? Because, I mean, essentially th at this point, um, they, they're just cooking right like they, mm -hmm. they have to decide what they're gonna make and and they have to like compromise because they both had individual dishes they were gonna do and now they're like well what goes what stays like what new thing do we have to create yeah and i think like they had to incorporate both coffee and beer at this which point which like then, right? wow like would you just like order a meal like no one would like purposely do that, right? It's <laughs> a lot going on. No, I mean both at the same time seems like it seems like a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, cause there, have you ever been to the beer bistro here? That like all of their food is like infused with beer. That closed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I like never, a barbecue a place chance. now. I went to the barbecue place. Oh, was it good? It was. <laughs> Um, and like I can't I'm trying to think if they had anything like that but I, I think it's just like two very strong flavors so it seems yeah. difficult mm -hmm. <laughs> but Nelson and Maria their their meal looked amazing it really did it was chili rellenos and I was just like this is it for me uh, like that's yeah. what I want 
<laughs> was there any other ones that you were that you that you were like, ooh, dang. Well, I mean, the um, who was with Don? That was Gabriel. Gabriel, right? yeah. yeah. And so oh. they were the pair. You know, they were last to pair up because they had no choice. There yeah. was no one left, and you know things were a little contentious. Mm-hmm. Um, she even described him as chef splaining because yeah. he first he was like telling her um like what to do with the ribs and then he was like no pepper typical white guy <laughs> um but and but she's literally like yeah this is what i cook every day i know what i'm doing yeah i mean the thing that made me so frustrated about that part was one he was chef explaining but i would say he was also mansplaining let's mm-hmm. just you know get it out there yeah um but like she had planned to make short ribs it wasn't like he like she had agreed to make his recipe and was like here's how i'm gonna make it right that was her plan so, like, she knew what she was doing, and, and so I just didn't like the way he talked to her. I did no, not like it. not at all. And so I'm glad that she was just kind of like, yeah. um, I'm going to do what I know how to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and really not heed that. So that was good. But, I mean, what they, despite, and they kind of came together. Yeah. Like, where yeah. they realized, like, they were fighting a little bit, and then they came together. But it worked out for the meal because they did the short ribs and mm-hmm. then they did like sour beer infused mm-hmm. watermelon, yeah. which seemed really good with like some pickled elements on top. Yeah. That was wild. I, don't, I, I would. Because didn't he say that. it's like, it's, it was like carbonated as well. Or was that someone else? That was someone else with grapes. Oh, grapes. Yeah. That's weird. But yeah, putting, putting stuff in fruit. <laughs> let's, let's I get love it. that. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to talk about was Avishar. Um, he talked about how he was like, he came up as like a scientist or something STEM related. And then he decided he wanted to be a cook instead, which, okay. Have at it, man. If you're, if you're, why do you get to be good at all of that? I was just going to say, I can't, it's, there's not a lot of people who are like creative and STEMy and all that. So good for him. Mm -hmm. But it, I'm suspect of it because mm. a lot of times the f- the guys who are like super into like the like science of food they'll yeah. do like a they'll do like foam stuff and like dry ice stuff and I'm always like mm, don't get bogged down in the details just make yeah. a, a plate sized steak and call it a day <laughs> right like that's priority number one I mean that being said I did think it was interesting like what you're you're uh, carbonating grapes with something. I was like, yeah, I'd try that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. That that was um, cool. But yeah, there's always weird shit going on with foams. Um, they smoked yogurt. Someone did. Oh, I'm yeah. like, what the hell is going on with that? I that, that ain't no yo play I ever had. <laughs> tell you what, they all loved that, but it seemed very unappetizing to me. Like. Smoking yogurt. Yeah. Also, there was um, the the beer-infused tortilla. Mm. Everyone loved it. I don't think it... I I don't think TV did it justice because it looked real gross. Like, it sounds good. Like, when you're like, oh, that's interesting. But it looked like a gray... Log. (laughs) (laughs) What? You don't want a gray log? Well, that's your problem. No, that I agree. I just think it didn't translate to TV well because everyone at the table like loved it and they were like, "This is amazing." You gotta sell that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, what what were the other elements of of the dinner that had the carbonated grapes. Oh gosh, this is the thing I should have wrote no written no. down. I do not remember. Well, we'll come back to that. Okay. Because there's a reason I asked. Um but yeah, so those were kind of the standouts. Um oh I gotta ask. Mm. Um so I'm getting the Gabe's mixed mm-hmm. up. But who who was the Gabriel with? Gabriel was with Don. Oh, okay. Gabe who was, was Gabe with Gabe was with. This is. I so don't hard. remember. It's so hard because there's so many people and so much food and like. 
I don't remember. I know. And then I'm like, who was his partner and what were they making? But basically what I'm getting at is um, Gabe. He's like from Texas, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, he he's the one who made the tortilla. The beer infused tortilla. Yes, that's right. And I remember it because he was saying tortilla with like a Spanish accent. Oh. And at the beginning of the episode, he talked about how everything he makes on the show, he wants to be like inspired by Mexican food because that's his roots. Mm-hmm. So have I wrongly been calling him a white man? Ooh, good question. Because if so, I apologize. If not, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just like, he's trying really hard. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's not to say that, like, was it, it was Gabe, right? This yeah, one? Mm-hmm, that one. Mm. It's not to say, like, I get it. If you're from, he's from El Paso. So, like, absolutely, like, that's sort of the, ah, he is Mexican. Oh, my God. Well. Well, at least we didn't, we didn't make, we, we didn't, like, say he was the mansplainer. It's the other one that was. So right. we'll stand by but, that. But still, you know, just overall apologies to Gabe. You are not the white man, that <laughs> I, boring white man that I thought you were. Sorry. Interesting. And we can pile all that back on the other one. Yeah. We were just <laughs> talking about Gabriel Pascuzzi. Yeah. Oh, oh yep. he's from Portland. Okay. interesting that that's you know what it's interesting because he's like there's always like the 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 like big ego edit that like he's obviously getting which mm-hmm. is like it's interesting like that he's from this th- from portland there's also this like trope on the show that i i totally understand why this happens but it's just it always like hurts my heart where like they'll be like this challenge is like uh, crab cakes or something and then someone will be like this is my specialty I make crab cakes every day it's on my menu it's what I do and then they get eliminated yes doing yes, it 100%. and I get that it's likely just like you're overthinking it and you're just like putting too much stress on yourself because you're like I can't be embarrassed by this you know right, like like by what I do but it day. happens every year and it just hurts my heart so much because I'm just like that has to just sting so bad and you know it's not even that but the other half of it is they'll get the person who is like gee I hope we never have to make this because I've never properly made one in my life and I'm really I don't even remember how to and they always have the best one yeah yeah like so it's both sides of the spectrum and yeah it's gotta hurt there's 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 also another trope of this show is like every year someone has to make the dessert and like every like there's you know a full tasting menu or whatever and so there has to be a dessert and someone has to make it and everyone comes and they're like i don't know how to make desserts i'm not a pastry chef and i'm just like you should prepare one dessert. Like, have you it know perfect. This. You know it's going to come up. If you get assigned the dessert, then you know this is my one go-to. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I just don't understand why it happens every year. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that said, cannot make anything. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not one thing. So, we'll... we'll uh, we're almost at time here. Uh, so let's talk about the judging table. What did you think of the judges? Um, well, I always think it's such a weird thing. We touched on this a little where like some of the judges are just from other seasons. Yeah. And I don't know if any one of the contestants would ever be like, well, I'm just as good as them. So I don't know why <laughs> they're judging me, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, there's so much going on that I feel like mm, I don't feel like we got to know anyone like s- that well. I think pa- Padma is it Padma or Padma? Padma. Okay, Padma is awesome. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Um, but that's pretty much all I got out of that. There's just uh, there were a lot of them, a lot of judges. Yeah, I was just trying to look because so. I watched with Ryan and his he, he like basically was like this feels like it's an audition that like mm. someone's leaving or they want to add another chef or something because they brought all these people on and specifically um um 
Richard Blaze was the one who ordered the like really complicated meal in the first elimination. Yeah. He is like very like he is he's been on TV a bunch. He's had a show I think like some like m- like when they were doing a bunch of those like morning shows that were like cooking shows like the chew the kitchen mm. the whatever i think he had a show like that he's been on like a million times like he wants to be like a tv chef so like i was like oh interesting i wonder if that is what they're because these all of these people like some of them are they're all they're everyone here is talented you know <laughs> yeah um yeah. they're all really good chefs but like some of them i think are just straight up fan favorites and some are just very technically good chefs so it's like interesting like the balance that they have but yeah every every one of the judges is talented and it doesn't matter who (laughs) moves on and becomes uh creator of their own show yeah yeah um i mean and i will i say like tom colicchio is like so enjoyable and i really like him but i think it's so funny that it's been like this since the beginning but he will give this like harsh critique and then he'll be like padma and she has to kick off the people (laughs) (laughs) do the dirty job yeah 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 dang um so yeah so we get to the judges table and essentially they have like top and bottom come in i think it was two of each right um top was three bottom was two which left like only two pairs just like back in the room which i thought was super (laughs) odd because at the time i'm like they just called everyone (laughs) um there's nobody left yeah yeah weird to be one of those four people still in the room like yeah okay well, the weird thing about Top Chef is they almost, I wonder, I always, uh, this is, goes back to me, how do you make this show? But it all, they always, the edit is always uh, winners first, or like top first, then they talk to the bottom, and mm-hmm. then there's middle who they don't talk to until they get to the end where they bring everybody out if there's not a lot of people left. Mm-hmm. But I like wonder, like, Every time they come back, they're like, what happened? Were you tops or bottoms? You know, like, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> do, are they just editing this, or do they just have to say that? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems mean to be like, what happened? You're like, you know we're, you know we're the bottom. And God, remind me of that when <laughs> we get to the very end here. Okay. <laughs> like, you, yeah, you know this. Yeah, let me see. Really I don't well or really <laughs> poorly. Yeah, I mean, um, so I think let's see. My notes became very, um, very uh, basically nothing <laughs> at I know, this point. Like, honestly, after <laughs> Chef's Blaine, I have nothing. Yeah, so I think it was um, Shota and Abishar and Gabriel and Dawn were the top teams, right? And uh, and Sarah and Gabe. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris and Byron and Brittany and Sasha were the were the bottom teams. Yes. Um, did you have a like <laughs> I was like I could tell by this edit that like Sasha and Brittany were gonna be on the bottom at some oh, point. Absolutely, because <laughs> like everything was about Sasha this yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was her story about getting sober, it was her yep. story about like who am I close with. Uh, among the contestants yep. like oh, oh yeah okay i wonder like because i feel like it's if you are somebody who watches reality competition shows and you are an antm super fan like i wondered if you if you felt that as well yes absolutely <laughs> where you're just like oh i bet you like even though they're doing their best to get me to be attached to her i better not better not oh one other thing i wanted to say really quick before we get to the actual (laughs) final um there was a scene it was towards the beginning it was before their their elimination competition where sarah was like i have to kiss this lucky fish and i don't know why but it made me really angry it made you angry yeah i was Mm. like what stop being weird well (laughs) it is like stop chalking up your success to a lucky fish Mm -hmm. or just saying that it doesn't matter yeah like it does matter you're talented now shut up yeah yeah (laughs) Uh and i mean (laughs) i'm saying this as like knowing that it's probably hard to be a woman in this field and like you know it's that thing where if you're like oh i'm great at this people will be like oh what a bitch and like if you're that's a great point is it's so ingrained in us yeah i mean yeah in general just like play ourselves down but I don't know. She's a little weird. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, w- the other thing I wrote that has nothing to do with who, like, 
with the food or anything was that Abishar has a really low voice, and I really liked it. He was just like, oh, every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, put that with the sweater in the category <laughs> of I did not notice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do you have any thoughts on, like, how it went down or? Um, n- n- no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, who... So Brittany and Sasha were at the bottom and Sasha was sent home. Sasha was mm-hmm. sent home, yep. Now, the one thing I wanted to to touch base on was like they said the vinaigrette was seemed to be the main part that they didn't like and they kept saying there were like crunchy bits of coffee. I remember that. And yeah. it was really bitter. Like what? What do you think was it just like what was it? <laughs> <laughs> like Wait, explain more like what was it? Well, what like, do you mean? What do you Was mean? it just like grounds of coffee? That's what it seemed like. <laughs> like that's what it sounded like and it's like what person? Like even I would not put ground up coffee in a vinaigrette. That seems like a bad idea. Well, uh, and they kind of set that up too in the edit where where Brittany was like, I mean, yeah, it's really strong, but that's the point of coffee, right? It's supposed <laughs> to be in your face. And I was like, well, that's going to go over poorly. Um, but yeah, and basically they, they flat out admitted that they just kind of like put their two original dishes together, which even if that's what you're going to do, you should know that's a no-no to say. Yeah, you Nobody should have an excuse that. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so... That was kind of it for the episode. I mean, uh, great, great moment where Sasha goes back in the room and she's hugging people because she's got to pack up her knives and go. Mm. And the music they're playing, I had real big ANTM vibes. Yeah, it was like a classier remix of the ANTM music. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny that you say pack up your knives and go because one of the things I said is like, so this is, what did I say, season 18? Mm-hmm. Um, so this show's been on forever, right? And so they there was like this time in like the early 2000s where like every competition reality show had to have like a catchy like kickoff phrase. Like you couldn't just be like, you've been eliminated. Oh, and so like no. it still has that relic of like, p- please pack your knives and go and then the music and they show them like <laughs> actually packing up their Literally, knives. Literally, yeah. <laughs> and I love that that just still exists on the show it's like very fun old timey competition show like probably back then like if you were pitching a show to tv execs like you could have the perfect show but i feel like at the end they'd be like what's the catchphrase and if you didn't have it they'd be like no have you ever seen hell's kitchen no. Okay, so that's the Gordon Ramsay show and his what he's like he'll just be like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the best of them all. <laughs> all right, fuck off. <laughs> oh. All right, well will you do you think you'll watch Top Chef again? So I do, but you've heard me say this with a lot of the shows that I want to watch again, like this makes me want to start at season mm. one, episode mm-hmm. one and like make my way through. Yeah. So that's how I'd like to do it. Don't really see finding the time, but I would <laughs> like to, you know, what's also interesting is this show started on Bravo. Then they canceled it and it went to, or I don't know if it canceled or it just was a contract situation. They went to lifetime and then they brought it back to Bravo. Oh, yeah so you don't see that a lot yeah 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 so like if you if you dive in you're gonna have to like there's probably a handful of seasons you gotta jump somewhere else to find oh that's true they just want to make it so hard (laughs) for me but the last thing is on um so they do what do they do with the people who are eliminated they do it's called last chance kitchen last chance kitchen and i think it's a it's a web series, I think. Like, I think you can see it on Bravo's website. They don't... I don't oh, maybe they do... They've gone back and forth. It used to be, like, did not air anywhere. Okay. And they would just eventually bring back a, a chef. Then it was, like, a web series. Then I think they actually did air it on Bravo. And now I think it... I don't know if it's back to... I never watch it. Okay. I mean... But that that is what I love, too. It was another example of, like, Sasha's on there, and they just show a short clip. Like, the other guy who had gotten eliminated and is competing against her was like, how'd your elimination round go? <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, well, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. That's how it went. Yeah, and I, I, I like that they have this 
I am a staunch. If you get kicked off of a show, you got you don't. I yeah. don't like them coming back and winning. I like. I don't like it. I, I I didn't like it either. I almost laughed that that was even a thing. They're like, you're eliminated, but you're coming back. Yeah, and the but it, it the way it, the way it works with Bravo, so it's or with this show, which is a little. I guess maybe you can make an argument. I whatever but they you have to like run it so like if you get kicked off first you'd have to beat every single person who gets kicked off and to get back on the show so you you would have to like for that first person to get come back they'd have to like run the entire thing which like is like i don't think it ever happens there was like one person who did like a really like almost got back on and ran the whole thing and then didn't get back on (laughs) Mm. oh my gosh yeah Top Chef. I feel good to finally have seen yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I would recommend. I mean, jump in. But um, do you have anything to plug, Dana? Oh, I should have thought of that. I probably <laughs> do, but. Fair enough. You know, <laughs> at Airhead, you know the drill. All right. We're TO underscore pod on Twitter and Welcome to Reality MKE on Instagram. Dana, it was a delight to have you here in my space. <laughs> like in your like space. right next to me <laughs> as close as we could be oh and you know what We're, it's just gonna be normalized and normalized and eventually i'm gonna feel like this isn't um illegal <laughs> sounds good <laughs> thanks dana